Money FM 89.3. Best of drive time. Under the radar. You're listening to Money FM 89.3, and it's now time for Under the Radar with me, Chua Tian Tian. Now, today we're going to talk about a fashion brand or a company that would come to mind when we mention the phrase heat tech. Well, bingo if you guessed Uniqlo. With over 2,400 stores in 25 markets, including Japan, Uniqlo is the largest of eight brands in the fast retailing group, which is, of course, one of the world's largest apparel retail companies. Now, the company attributes its success to unifying the entire clothes-making process, from planning and designing to producing, distributing and retailing. But how does it work in reality and what kind of activities are centralised versus managed by individual stores? And speaking of designs, how have Uniqlo's basic designs and focus on comfort widened the company's customer base, particularly in Singapore? And with rents of prime spaces on the rise, what will this mean for Uniqlo Singapore when it comes to store expansion? Well, for more, let's speak to Joey Tong, Store Development Director at Uniqlo Singapore. Joey, welcome to the show. Thank you. And uh, Joey, before we get started, I'm sure most of us are fairly familiar with Uniqlo already. It is the largest of eight fashion brands under Japan's fast retailing group. Over 2,400 stores as of February this year. But best to hear it from the source. So tell us more about Uniqlo's value proposition and business model. Um, for Singapore retail markets, we always see challenging for a lot of the global brands because the market size is relatively small if compared to other cities, but also have an ongoing perception. Clothing is fashion rather than necessity. At Uniqlo, we believe clothing is an essential to help people to live better life. So we see an opportunity for us to transform this concept by providing high-quality clothing with an affordable price for everyday living. So um, this is follow our make-for-all commitment and a core uh, elements for our business model. So as you shared, our key business model is uh, also balance the quality and reasonable price point. So of course, the unified, unified co- um, clothing making process, it helps us to control that. And also besides on the making process, also how we improve our products through listening to our customer feedbacks and changing on the lifestyle. So many people may wonder in Singapore why we have so many stores. We have 29 stores as of today across island. Um, actually, our store network gives us a, a very good touch points to our customer. So that's why we can hear our customer feedback directly and continue to improve our product presentation and customer service. Hmm. So if I get you correctly, the value proposition will be along the lines of quality and price point, a good balance of that. Since we're talking about business models earlier, I understand Uniqlo's business model unifies the entire clothes making process from planning and design to production, distribution and retail. But how does it work really and what kind of activities are centralized? Are your procurement merchandising centralized? What kind of activities are managed by individual stores? Yeah, so... um Uniqlo business model unified the whole clothing process. I think from, of course, from design planning to products, so we are centralized in a kind of a one way, um, one one unified system. But our product continue to evolve better by catering everyday um, customer needs. So how we do that is basically we get the feedback from our store, which um, talking touch point in our customer. So our store have a very important role, physical store, as a touch point to how we understand our customer need and how to adjust our product and improve our products with technology to make our brands continue to be relevant to the customer. 
Mm, so would it be right to say that maybe the production or the procurement of raw materials to make clothing, those are all centralized at a brand level and individual stores, they can then you know place their orders as to how many pieces they need and etc. to give you feedback on then what's the demand for different designs? Mm, of course, in different market, different store, we do, uh, we do have... Uh, Different market, different store, they will have different things that is a bestseller. So definitely they have uh, various of in terms of the control. Each store manager have to able to have some of the sharing the feedback and what they need on the quantity. But I think the most important thing, the, the role of a store, each individual store, is really um, giving us the first-hand information. What is the, the change of the customer behavior? Then we know how to improve our product. So I don't say that we uh, it's like, brand levels that have an overall only brands control. Our brands actually, uh, essentially our store is built for our customer and our product as well. So we listen what our customer need and then we try to bring back to the whole system. So I think that, that is make our brands continue to grow. And let's take a look at the wider business environment, Joey. According to verified market research, I understand Uniqlo doesn't really quite define itself as a fast fashion brand, but the global fast fashion market was valued at 122 billion US dollars, and I believe the research includes a fast retailing group. So the number was in 2021. Uh, the market projected to reach 283 billion US dollars by 2030. So we are looking at a CAGR of around 10% from 2023 to 2030. The valuations, though, do differ greatly from a research firm to research firm. So what is Uniqlo looking at for Singapore in terms of growth? Mm. I guess for the overall valuation, um, I'm, I'm not in a position to share. And um, but in terms of Singapore market, in terms of retail, we still see the physical store is a very key component as the consumer behavior change, especially after COVID. People tend to um, spend more time in their local uh, communities and they love to hang out in the local shopping mall and shop. The frequency they visit the local mall has in, have uh, improved. So what the expectations for the store experience, it comes down to the, uh, uh, it's very different compared to before. They want a uh, holistic store brand experience and also how it related to them on day-to-day life. So we see the trends changing and now we do see the growth of Singapore retail market um, constantly and especially for our clothing industry. And uh, well, since we're talking about the Singapore retail market, I don't want to focus on some trends we are seeing in Asia and whether that applies to Singapore. Uh, There's this Nikkei Asia article talking about how fast retailing has an ambitious goal of more than tripling sales to 10 trillion yen, which is around 71 billion US dollars in 10 years. But that faced a roadblock in China because Gen Z shoppers, they are turning towards local products. Uh, What is the situation like in Singapore then and how are you targeting the younger generation through your product pipeline? Mm -hmm. I guess for each brand, when we want to go for the market share, we do look very detailed, especially in Uniqlo, on how we approach our customer and uh, for not only for the younger generation but all the old, older generations so for the young gen z customer we are uh, in singapore we did have a very successful tiktok page unicode tiktok page which uh we um tap into our young member brain and see how to approach their age group customer in the way that they think is uh, effective so we do uh, we always say called gen z targeted Gen Z. So we use the we hope to use their use their um, mindset to able to uh, tap into the younger customer. 
And also in this install uh, experience-wise, we try to enhance service and also uh, experience that related to local. So you will see we have store, um, new stores like in Parkway Parade and Junction Net. We have good neighborhood guide. So we do have a touch point with the local brands and local uh, communities for our a showcase of the local merchandise and for local um, smaller brands that are able to showcase to bigger audience for our location. So we do, uh, we do realize that people love the local touch and also the community part. Mm. Does that focus on the younger generation have any bearing on your product pipeline or in terms of uh, working with other designers for your designs? Is that something that's within the purview of Uniqlo Singapore? Hmm. So um, I think product-wise, may, you may remember last year we are very, very viral of this um, Uniqlo uh, oversized cotton t-shirt, which we call, a lot of people we call as a SG uniform. So we do see that in Gen Z, they have, uh, um, they make a lot of contents in the social media about it. It makes it um, we realize that it is very popular in Singapore and among the Gen Z. So we actually and we have uh, enlarged the product uh, color range now from at the beginning three colors to today about ten colors that we have. So a lot of the trend we can pick up from um, the young customer we do reflect back to our product pipeline. And in terms of working with uh, other partners in Singapore, we have um, we have this UT Me. Uh, tailor service, like uh, we call it custom-made service, so we will, we were able to engage local artists to create some content, so you can go into our flagship store in Ultra Central or Boogie store in order to you can make your print your own t-shirts in our product, so we do work in, uh, with a lot of the local artists, local brands in order to um, create some synergy with our product then also for the young Gen Z customer they love to tailor uh, more personalized uh, the item, it gives us a very good um, another level of services that can approach um, to the Gen Z. If you're just tuning in, we're now speaking to Joey Tong, Store Development Director at Uniqlo Singapore. Uniqlo is well known for its uh, basic designs, right? To what extent has that positioning expanded your consumer base as far as Singapore is concerned? For Uniqlo, we, uh, our core concept is livewear. So livewear is basically clothing that help us to walk through different parts of our life is essential. So we don't call ourselves basic because actually we put a lot of thought and um, design more on how to use clothing to improve our day-to-day life. So this is our cost age and our cost gender. So whatever times that we... Um, when we're young, we first job, we start to work. We are, uh, we have, uh, we have tailored some marketing and activities in Buffalo City not long ago for the first dropper to how to dress up for interview, and um, of course, different part of the life. Then um, when we become a mom, then you will, um, when you're pregnant, different food of life. So we have also catered a collections for uh, maternities and how to um, walk through different part of the life together with our customers. So I think this part, a lot of people, a lot of Singaporeans see Uniqlo probably it's more household brands now, more on things that really help them on the change of the lifestyle. So uh, we do see, uh, we get a very good support from uh, locals on that. And not to mention when we travel to colder regions Mm. as well, or countries, right, we'll definitely need that heat tech. Uh, But Joey, take us through what is the number one trend in the fashion or fast fashion industry right now. How does it influence the way in which you take the company forward? Mm. I think maybe in um, fast fashion, we always say we are not and we are essential. So, but in terms of 
as my role is more store development, I took um, we see a very interesting trend for the last two years after COVID. That we were talking about customer experience, right? So a lot of people coming into a store no longer see a store as just a selling space. They really see a store of how to understand the brands and how our how the brands trying to share a story. So we will tr- nowadays we are trying to put in new services and also um, experience for our customers. So this week, we are launching our Unicorn Flowers in our flagship store, which is uh, a bevoke um, flower arrangement services that we provide to our customers. So a lot of people will not think that we're a clothing store selling flowers. But for us, flower represent the color of life, which is very similar uh, philosophy, how um, ourselves Uniqlo see um, the clothing industry. So we hope um, providing different services and providing different layer of experience will continue to uh, grow our business um, together with um, the Singapore market. And uh, talking about store development, Joey, uh, I do want to talk a little bit about rents. According to a report by Knight Frank out in April, I believe, rents of prime spaces in Singapore went up by 5% on a yearly basis. If I remember it correctly, it should be Q1 numbers. Well, what are you seeing right now and what bearing does it have when it comes to store expansion for Uniqlo Singapore? I think overall, the cost of living, cost of operation increase, so rent in, rental increase in, on part uh, or even beyond in the prime space is a very natural thing I would say in the market but one thing we learn we have to work smart and efficiency when we're talking about store expansion and also um, how we pace our business I think our strength is because our, we have a very good store network in Singapore we are relatively large so we're able to understand our customer needs clearly where, where they want us to go and what kind of services they want to add on so whatever decision we make in the real estate point of view, we base on our customer demand. So I guess working smarter and more efficient will be the way to go to sustain the business growth for the um, next decade. Will you be targeting more neighbourhood areas like the stores you have in Amokil? I think neighbourhood is definitely a new new trend, a new lifestyle change after COVID. We definitely, we, besides Amokyo, after that, we open Kemeti, Bishan, and, and going forward, we also continue to look at community. I think similar to what maybe government plan on the city, the growth of the communities, more new community coming up, and we do see that uh, there's a demand on essential clothing, and Uniqlo, we, uh, we see ourselves to fit that gap perfectly. Before we let you go, Joey, what are some future plans for Uniqlo Singapore in the second half of this year? What can we expect? Um, a lot of things is in the pipeline we cannot really share really in detail. Like I shared just earlier, um, this week we will launch um, Uniqlo Flower. We'll be in Uniqlo Ultra Central flagship store. This is our first uh, permanent uh, flower shops in Singapore. So we hope um, uh, we can bring in a new shopping experience for customer. And um, we going forward, we also continue to launch a lot of uh, services in our store to help our customer to enjoy um our shop experience more. So if you can check it out and, and this weekend you will um, can share with us what you guys feel of that. Flowers from Uniqlo. Sounds super exciting here. Thanks a lot, Joey. That was Joey Tong, Store Development Director at Uniqlo Singapore. Thank you very much for joining us on Money FM 89.3. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance.